Hello, I'm Amy Stevenson, and this is The Human CEO. In each episode, we'll be meeting with CEOs and senior leaders to understand their approach to leadership, the challenges they faced, and how they overcame them. We'll also be asking what they feel it takes to be a great leader. Learn to engage with your teams, Mm -hmm. uh, because it's extremely important for you to establish that emotional connection with them. And uh, why that is the case is because uh, the emotion you give to others will ignite their passion. Welcome to The Human CEO. I'm your host, Amy Stevenson, and today I'm joined by Masongo Mukwa. Masongo is the president of Hathaway Advanced Materials, a leadership coach and also the author of the book, Be a Leader of Significance. Masongo joined me to share his insights gained during his career and to discuss the topics covered in his book. Be a Leader of Significance discusses how to transform an organisation into a creative engine of experimentation that will fuel sustainable revenues and exciting growth. He believes that an empowered executive can make extraordinary things happen if they choose to. Masongo shares his insight and his journey to becoming a human CEO. Thank you for joining us today, Masongo. It's great to have you with us. Hey, Amy, I'm delighted to be with you. Thank you. I'm really looking forward to speaking with you. I really enjoyed reading the book. So, so first question, can you tell us a little bit about your book, Be a Leader of Significance, what it's about and what your what your message is within it, please? Yeah, the book uh, title is uh, Be a Leader of Significance. Actually, this was really, uh, as I was reflecting on my own journey, Amy, uh, I realized that uh, the work was never really about, about uh, developing new products, gaining market share or innovation. Mm-hmm. But really, the outcomes, you know, were the results of transformational change uh, that really started from the ground up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, it comes from the uh, the deep belief that uh, engagement is crucial for organization. Uh, without it, motivation or passion or uh, energy will be lost. Mm-hmm. So the book is really about uh, advocating for uh, impactful leadership in everyday moments. The aim was really to inspire people to seize leadership opportunity and create those moments of significance for other people's growth. Fantastic, and that's what it's that's what it's all about. But what what was the catalyst for it? Why now? Because you've had a, a fantastic career, and I think there's maybe not not a, a elite university in the land that you've not studied with. But what? Yeah, well, what well, well, to write the book? Yeah, well, why now? In a way, this is uh, this is also my legacy in a way, huh? Mm-hmm. So I, I just thought that uh, that perhaps uh, uh, other people, uh, individuals, uh, managers, or executives uh, could perhaps uh, uh, take something out of the book, uh, get inspired, and apply that for themselves. Because, uh, Amy, I mean, for your listener there, what I find is that uh, effective leadership uh, is really it's not about about the dollar and uh, profit share and so on. It's mm-hmm. really about uh, the uh, getting the people excited uh, for them to uh, uh, to get excited by uh, by taking bigger goal by yes. innovating. I mean, you know, you're not going to get people excited by saying, "Oh, let's let's go and increase the market share." It doesn't work. Get people excited when you set up bigger goal and you know innovation and so on. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so 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 that's really what what, what it is because I feel that. Uh, 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 it requires a number of things, huh, uh, Amy. It requires, number one, that uh, the leader must have the courage to take uh, to take uh, their own path huh, uh, through their mm-hmm. own journey. 
Uh, also, to get these types of leadership, uh, the individual, the executive, the manager must dive into their own essence and discover things about themselves. And yeah. then uh, finally, I, I thought that uh, this also uh, forced me and uh, certainly will force the leader to ask questions about their own purpose. Uh, mm -hmm. It will uh, help them explore uh, uh, their own uh, personal uh, motivation. Yeah, I think just going back to what you said about people aren't going to get behind getting greater market share. I'm sure there'd be one or two. But I think what I really liked about the book, and it's towards the end of the book, I'm sure, but you talk about unleashing organizational energy mm -hmm. and, yes. and sort of getting behind that vision. You used a, a quote from Carlos Santana. You, you, I think you opened the chapter with a Carlos Santana quote, and it was very much about yes. you. If you can, can you share that with us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That quote, uh, uh, which is in the book, is really is that uh, Santana was saying that as as you're leading uh, the band, as you're leading that group mm -hmm. of of musicians, you you don't want to take them to a desert. You want to take them somewhere where there is uh, enough water. You know. Mm -hmm. So 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 I just felt that uh, that was uh, that caught my attention because because it really it captured what the leader is 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 all about in a way, huh? Granted, yeah. it's a musician, but I just thought that uh, that uh, the description he gave uh, made you almost almost visualize what leadership is actually. Yeah, yeah, it it, pro it prompted me to think. Of this. The reason I liked it, I just recently before I started reading the book, I'd come across a quote by um, Lukock who said, "You can't whistle a symphony," and it was very similar. In, ah, okay. in, in essence, your quote, I think, was something about you've got to make the melody come alive as a leader. You yes. have to be the one that brings it alive. You have to get the vision to get the people behind them. And I love that idea of organisational energy because I think also so all organisations are unique and they all have that sort of nucleus that could explode. They all have something that's unique. They all have something that's really special. And I think as a leader, often it is about you identifying that and being able to help them unleash organizational energy. I really, really like that that part of the book. Absolutely. I mean, in fact, I mean, an organization is like, uh, is, is alive. Eh? It's, it's a mm. thing. Eh? Mm -hmm. uh, so, so, so you need to, you need to provide energy, energy into, uh, into the organization as a whole. You yes. have to energize the individual, but also the organization is, is a living thing. Yes. Uh, so, uh, so you as a leader, you are the, the, the de facto, at least you should be expected to be the uh, energy, the energizer in chief. Yeah. Uh, so you have to look after the individual, but also you have to look at the the what are those uh, those things that are uh, uh, helping to bring uh, to bring uh, the organization alive. Uh, mm -hmm. So 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 that uh, you know sometimes when you walk uh, into uh, into a company, you feel that energy. Uh, you, you yes. At the places you come, you say, mm, I don't sense any any energy. All the doors are closed. It yeah. feels cold and so on, uh -huh. but actually, actually, you could, uh, you could actually uh, 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 intentionally target and try to understand what's really getting this organization to become alive, and yeah. those are the things that uh, that, uh, that that you can focus on. Yeah, fantastic. I think the, the other thing that I really like, not to sound too sycophantic about the book, I really enjoyed it, and I, I think that's coming across. But in terms of that your style of leadership, Masongo, it seems to be very almost egoless. So you talk about being a custodian of the business. And by definition, if you're leading and thinking about the legacy that you're leaving, it's not you're not making it about yourself, are you? Where does that come from? Where does that leadership style come from? Is that 
based on leaders that you've experienced or is it just the way you were always going to be? Where does that leadership style come from? Well, I, I, I actually, uh, uh, it, it's it's a combination of things. Huh? Obviously, mm -hmm. uh, obviously, as as an individual, uh, uh, I, I I like connecting with the people to start with. Mm -hmm. Also, I like interacting with people. I'm always curious about them, where they are from, what they do, and so on. And and I've always been like that. So that is by by nature. Yeah. But 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 to tell you really, uh, Amy, uh, when I just finished my my PhD, uh, that was in 1988. Mm -hmm. Then I went to uh, Northwestern University, uh, Illinois, here in the US, yep. a three years uh, research fellowship. And then after that, I took a job with the specialty chemicals, huh? a specialty chemical firm, mm -hmm. and I was really excited, you know, to be part of that research organization. Uh, look, I was looking forward to setting up into a career as a research scientist, uh, develop new products, intellectual properties, and so on. But then what happened is that uh, not long after I started, the vice president of uh, research and development, he called me for a one-on-one -on -one meeting and asked me uh, to take a job as a manager. Uh, okay. They did not have a research group at that time, so he asked me, who would like for you to have, uh, to have uh, somewhat of a research-oriented type of a group I'll give you a couple of scientists here, and then we'll, we'll grow from there. So, I, in a way, that that for me came a bit of uh, of a surprise. I was I was caught off guard because I did not expect it to come to come so soon after I just started, uh, because uh -huh. I never managed people per se before. Uh, uh -huh. So I was not really too sure. But uh, but they assured me, said, "Don't worry, you'll be you'll be okay," uh, and so on. Yeah. So all of a sudden, I was a brand new manager with no management experience. And I would have to figure out things out. Uh, mm -hmm. So, uh, so that was uh, uh, that time. It was 1990. Uh, the company did not have a mentorship program per se, or any type of executive coaching model like like you see today. Uh, a few people helped me fill the various gap, but I was more or less on my own. So one year led to two, two to three, and eventually a long and very interesting career, including. Uh, making it into a senior uh, leadership role. Uh, so, uh, so I've been very fortunate to have been given that opportunity in some of those companies where my transformational leadership style has left uh, a legacy of uh, increased profitability and growth. Uh, mm -hmm. So, uh, so, uh, and uh, throughout everything, <laughs> I've never regretted being in a leadership role. That's fantastic. And so it wasn't it wasn't really planned as a path. It was more of an organic process then, was it? Uh, absolutely. It, it, was, it was not planned, although I always dreamt of, oh, one day I want to have my own group and, and okay. so on. But I did not really plan to have it come all of a sudden. Huh? So so that's what it is. So hmm. so which which actually uh, 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 from there I also drew a lesson, Amy, uh -huh. in the sense that uh, uh, I was given an opportunity and then when I reflect back and throughout my career, I also try to give other people also opportunity, opportunity for, for them to uh, uh, to uh, to discover themselves, to mm -hmm. discover their capabilities, and so on. Huh? So that that's something I also took away from from that experience. Yeah, fantastic. And so knowing now what knowing now what you know, would you have done it differently? Do you think you would have sort of changed the way you developed your career? Would you have gone into leadership earlier now that you know, or do you think that those years working in technical roles served you well? 
No, no, I, working in that senior leadership role, I, I, I took a great deal of fulfillment. I mm -hmm. feel satisfied, take great pleasure to see many of the people that work under me who have developed and have moved on in their own career. And, mm -hmm. and most of all, I feel very good in the sense that, uh, you see, I mean, when, when I meet people, many of the people who work under uh, under my supervision, uh, to, to put it like that, mm -hmm. uh, when, when they reflect uh, upon the experience they had with me, they never talk about the products that we have developed. They never talk about, oh, we, we, we made so many dollars, you know, millions of dollars in the first three years. They always talk about the experience they went through while doing those activities mm -hmm. so 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 that so that's really what what gives me pleasure that that in a way i was able to 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 contribute to, to their own personal growth that i was able to touch their hearts uh, their hearts and their minds so so mm -hmm. that 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 gives me a, a great deal of pleasure and fulfillment yeah absolutely i can see that and i can hear it as well i can hear it and and so within the book, you talk about building building teams, building relationships, that human connection. In terms of psychological safety, at the moment, obviously, there's so many changes in the workplace. People are working remotely. They're working hybrid. There's lots of layoffs. There's talk of redundancy. There's you know, there's a lot of uncertainty. We're working in a, a VUCA environment. Everybody's existing in a VUCA environment. But do you have some clear practical steps for the leaders that might be listening about how to build that psychological safety to reassure teams at the moment well i mean to build the psychological uh, safety it starts first by you as a manager uh to do the to to, to engage to mm -hmm. engage to engage the people so number one you have to be you have to be visible uh, you, you you have to be visible uh so which means that if you are working even with the remote team you have to be visible which means that uh, set up google meet with them pick up mm -hmm. a phone call them those who are working uh uh, in a physical uh, uh, space, uh, go out there, walk, talk to the people, and so on. So you have to be, you have to be visible because people mm -hmm. they cannot trust <laughs> what they don't see. Eh? So you have to be. So you have, you have to be, you have to be visible. Uh, the, the the other thing uh, that uh, that the one one will, will do, I would say that uh, as you interacting with them, ask powerful questions. Eh? Uh, powerful questions that will uh, that will send uh, the other person into a kind of. Uh, reflective mode huh? about, mm -hmm. about what is important for them and what is important of the organization. So that could be done in one-on-one -on -one meeting. It could also be done through the video as you are having those calls. Uh -huh. And it could be done at a coffee break. Actually, there are so many junctures during the day where we could engage people. It could be at a coffee. It could be uh, it could be one-on-one -on -one meeting. Uh, it could be in the corridor and so on. Huh? So, so mm -hmm. engage the people that way and use those uh, those uh, those uh, juncture uh, as as an opportunity for you to uh, to interact and yeah. pay attention to what they are doing and what they are feeling. Uh, I had uh, I had one, uh, one 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 coach many years ago. Uh, she from Australia. She told me she said that when you're listening to people, you have to listen at all level, not just to hear with your ear, but you have to you have to feel you have to feel the other person as well. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. and finally, you have to, uh, through that process, you have to get to know, uh, you have to get to know others. Mm -hmm. uh, and those opportunities are really, uh, are, are, are really everywhere. Huh? So, uh, uh, so, uh, so, so, so ask questions, seek and invite uh, participation, 
uh, and then uh, repeat these questions because these types of questions are very uh, are very powerful huh? yeah so, uh, so 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 that's really what what i would say uh Amy. It's, it's that style of connection as well Masongo. i think what you talk about in the book about uh, creating those moments that build confidence and so there's that's twofold what you just said there is twofold that you're gaining that insight into where your people's yeah. hearts and minds are but also they they will feel listened to so you're building that trust and that confidence and creating those moments that matter by having those conversations with the leaders where they feel listened to they feel seen they feel heard and so then it becomes twofold doesn't it the power of that interaction yeah absolutely I mean, because at the end of the day what people need they need to have a, a number of things they need to have a sense of belonging they need mm -hmm. to uh, to have that uh, uh, psychology uh, safety they need to uh, to feel value so, uh, uh, for example, uh, years ago, uh, in in the beginning of my career, there was uh, uh, there was uh, there was a one uh, chemist who was working with me. Uh, this fellow was extremely passionate with his field. He was working in the area of uh, of immersion. So, whenever you talk to him about his field, you can see from his eyes that that he really get energized. Mm. Uh, so, uh, so one day at the coffee break, I asked him. I asked him. I said. Uh, uh, what is it here in this uh, in this company that uh, that you like the most? Uh, I was expecting him to tell me, "Oh, we are working on good projects. We're going to develop good products and so on." Yeah. What he answered me he said, "What I like here is that uh, during lunchtime I can go and play ping pong. I can <laughs> go play ping pong with Mark because that's the time that uh, I can connect with him. We can talk about our work uh, every day. I really look forward to seeing him there." So, mm -hmm. so, so looking back then, as I was reflecting, I actually, that was a sense of belonging, you know, to be, to have affiliation to, to some community of some mm -hmm. sort. And so, so I thought that, that was, uh, actually, it was uh, revealing to me, actually. Yeah, absolutely. You, you said something like, and forgive me for paraphrasing, but yeah. it was, you gave, you gave the essence of develop the people, don't manage projects, because the projects will get done anyway yeah. if you focus on the people. And I yeah. think that's sometimes, especially when things are moving really quickly, maybe businesses are scaling or maybe they're in turnaround, you can lose sight of that, can't you? You can just be led by the tasks rather than being led by the connection with the people. Yes, I think sometimes yes. leaders can make that mistake when they're under pressure. Uh, absolutely, and I did make the, such a mistake, Amy. <laughs> uh, in one of uh, in one of uh, when I took one job there uh, in in another company, hmm. uh, their challenge was really innovation. So uh, so this company they were growing uh, almost uh, at ten percent uh, every year. You mm -hmm. can almost uh, draw a straight line for the for for for, for, for ten years, yeah. and then and then they were not growing anymore because there was no new innovation, and they were known to be a innovative company. So when I took that role, so the expectation was high, and uh, and uh, and uh, and I forgot completely what I was good at. You know, <laughs> build the human connection first, engage yeah. the people, and whatnot. So I went straight, uh, trying to prove myself with a new company and so on, and I began now to focus on uh, on 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 the task, what we need to 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 do, uh -huh. uh, rather than rather than uh, engaging uh, engaging engaging. So I failed completely uh, to pay attention on, uh, on 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 what I really actually needed to change was my own behavior, you know, uh, rather than uh, uh, rather than uh, complaining that the people they were not following, they were not moving. Actually, it was my own behavior. I, I failed actually in that self-awareness, uh, how my behavior was perceived by others, and, and thoughts of feeling 
thoughts and feelings that they were experiencing. Mm -hmm. So I completely there. And once I readjusted, then people came around, they gave me feedback, which I acknowledged, and then mm -hmm. we were able to move forward. But the time was lost, unfortunately. But when you look back now, though, did you do you feel as though you had a sense that you were going in the wrong direction? So yeah, 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 yeah. I, I realized it because I was getting a lots of uh, a lots of uh, 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 pushback, uh, lack yeah. of expression altogether. Yeah, and then, uh, and and then uh, and, and that that's where uh, that's where uh, I, I paused, and then I started seeking feedback, uh, yeah. and then uh, and then uh, then I made a promise uh, to the team members that uh, that uh, that I'll be able to I'll be listening more. Yeah, so, so that's really what 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 it is. Yeah, yeah. I I asked because I've been reading a lot about flow recently and and being in different uh, energetic states, and I think often you know if, some, if something you almost sit there and say it shouldn't be this hard don't you but i think if something's difficult often you, you are going in the wrong direction so it's really it seems really natural we've not been on on this call very long and i feel like we've built a con connection it's yeah. definitely your thing to be able to communicate with people and if yeah. you were sort of going task driven it must have felt almost counterintuitive i just yeah. wonder if looking back was that the case yeah yeah yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. In, in a sense, uh, and, and you're absolutely right, Amy. You, 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 you get in your gut that things are not working well. Mm -hmm. you, you, you feel you feel some resistance or uh, mm -hmm. or, or lack of co co cooperation, and you find yourself coercing people to do yeah. certain certain activity, and then you begin to to pause. That, that, that's why sometimes the, the the manager or the leader need to pause and uh, take mm -hmm. a seat back and reflect. You know what? What is the temperature of this place? You know? Yeah. How, how do people really feel? And then, uh, in that particular case, as I began to talk to to some of my colleagues, they began also to give me feedback, mm -hmm. uh, so on. You know, this is what I'm hearing. You know, people are saying that uh, you're not listening to them. You know, you you want to drive this thing here. You 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 know, in some of those projects, they don't have the the appropriate resources or the tools, and yeah. so on. And yeah. uh, so 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 you're absolutely right. Yeah. And that leads leads nicely onto one of my next questions that I always I always like to ask on the podcast because I think it's it, it's something that people can learn from. But in terms of if your leadership career had sort of a blooper reel and it had the things that went wrong, I know we've spoken about that example, but is there anything that you've learned from that you would share with leaders that are maybe just getting started in their leadership career or they're feeling that resistance? Do you have any advice for people in that situation? Well, I mean, the, the first thing that I would tell, uh, I, I would tell the, the, uh, the those who are starting in their career is number one, learn to engage with your teams mm -hmm. uh, because it's extremely important for you to establish that emotional connection with them. Yes. Uh, and uh, and uh, why that is the case is because uh, the emotion you give to others will ignite their passion. Mm -hmm. uh, what you will discover is that uh, when employee trusts the leader. They're all more likely engaged in, in your vision and mm -hmm. apply their minds and heart to bring that vision to, to fruition. And at the same time, it's a kind of a loop. Huh? So, uh, so you engage as you engage, you build you build more trust. So, so it becomes uh, a bit of uh, a bit a bit of a loop. So, so that's certainly one thing that I will tell them. But then I will also uh, I will also tell them, uh, particularly those who have uh, spent a few years uh, in management. For them to, uh, uh, to to take a seat back and uh, and go through a process of uh, 
of uh, self-discovery. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what I mean by that is that uh, uh, for, for them, for them to know themselves and uh, knowing thyself, you know, so, so yeah. that's what, what it is. So, so they need to, to also uh, reflect and, and go through that journey of self-reflection. So what, what I would suggest uh, is, is, uh, is, is uh, number one, to try to uh, express your own story. Uh, so begin your journey of self-discovering by, by writing and, and sharing your personal uh, stories. Uh, reflect on your own experience, memories, and story. Because stories actually define us. Eh? And by sharing, mm-hmm. by sharing them, uh, you, you might uncover some hidden values and competencies, perhaps. Yes. Uh, another one, I would say that to try to, from those stories, try to identify uh, life themes. Uh, so uh, what are some of the, the books that influence you as a child? Uh, mm-hmm. What are those people that you admire and why? And, and recognize uh, what are those values that you have learned from these influences and, and, and what are those significant events that, that may have shaped uh, you, uh, your life or you, and so mm-hmm. on. And then, uh, and then finally, I would say, try to define your own, your credo. Uh, what, what, is, what, what is your leadership philosophy? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what, what is it? What, what, what do you want to achieve? Or what legacy would you like to leave? Uh, so, so those are some of the things that I would suggest. But number one, start engaging by your people. That's great advice. Thank you. Yeah. And, and nicely segued into my next question. So I always want to understand, obviously, you've got the, the book out yourself, so Be a Leader of Significance is available, but are there other books that you've been influenced by that you've maybe, and it doesn't have to be a book, it could be a podcast, it could be a Netflix documentary, it could be anything that you've consumed that's been particularly valuable to you in your career? Yeah, 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 yeah. There is one book um, which came out in, uh, in 2019, uh, Amy, uh, which is uh, called uh, the Second Mountain, okay. Uh, the Quest for a Moral Life by uh, David Brooks. Uh, that that that's a book that uh, that, uh, that 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 it's it's a big book. <laughs> so so <laughs> one has to one has to be patient uh, reading it. If you're looking for a quick read, you're not going to find that. <laughs> but 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 it's a very in-depth book, uh, which uh, which which the author argues that uh, uh, our personal fulfillment depends on how well we choose. And execute uh, those commitments. So, so it's a nice, it's a nice book there uh, yeah. that I would recommend. Uh, another one uh, I would I would recommend is uh, uh, by uh, Robert Sutton, uh, "Good Boss, Bad Boss." Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is uh, uh, so that book uh, uh, gives a list of beliefs and behaviors, uh, uh, tips and tricks, uh, guides uh, to to help uh, each one of us to become better bosses. And to avoid bad bosses. So, so these are these are perhaps the two uh, that come to mind. Huh? Thank you for that. Thank you. We collate that list over the course of the year, and then at the end of the year, we share it with with our audience. Oh, so it's oh, great okay, to. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be curious to see what the other the other uh, the other guest. Uh, uh, of your show, what what they came up with? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll absolutely yeah. share it with you. And yeah. and. In terms of leaders that you particularly admire, I know that it's very difficult to pick one, but if you have got one, that's great. But are there leaders, past or present, famous or otherwise, that you particularly admire or that you've taken something from? Yeah, the the leader that I took something from, I would say, is Nelson Mandela. Now, why, why am I saying Nelson Mandela? It's because if you remember, there is a, there is the poem, huh? Invictus, mm-hmm. by William Henley, mm-hmm. uh, which, which gives the words of inspiration and motivation. Uh, there is also a movie, uh, yes. Invictus. Uh, the movie came there. So the, the movie talks about uh, 
the division that existed uh, in South Africa uh, uh, during uh, post-apartheid uh, when Mandela came uh, uh, came came to power, so to speak, mm-hmm. and and uh, and they realized that uh, the division still existed, and even months after the end of apartheid, and he was trying to see how he can reduce that division. One of the things, for example, he noticed, uh, uh, and probably your uh, uh, your 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 listener may. Uh, those who have seen the movie, they, they will they, they will connect probably with the story. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of the things that Mandela realized is that uh, 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 the black South African uh, won the Springboks, which was uh, mostly uh, white. They will play the black South Africa. They'll be cheering for the opposite team <laughs> against their own uh, their own national team. Uh-huh. So 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 that was a really thing. But but really the lesson from uh, from the that movie is. Uh, uh, there are actually two lessons. So number one is uh, about forgiveness, that forgiveness uh, liberates the soul. Uh, the second one is about inspiration, uh, that inspiration is uh, is the key uh, to nation building and uh, exceeding personal expectation. Mm-hmm. Now, coming to Mandela, uh, playing that role, uh, 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 and I would encourage your listener to look at it, to look at the movie again, but to mm-hmm. look at the movie from the angle of Emotional intelligence, emotional caution. So if they look at it like that and look at the Mandela character there uh, through the emotional lenses, they will see that uh, 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 that uh, that Mandela really has a tremendous emotional intelligence mm. uh, because he display emotional self-awareness, interpersonal uh, relationship. Uh, Mandela will never come into office in, through his office without greeting anyone. He'll always greet even the secretary. How are you doing, Mrs. So and So? How are your children? You know, as a, you know, he'll take two minutes there to talk to uh, to the secretary. Uh, the person will bring him tea. He'll always be kind. Thank the individual. Ask ask uh, ask the individual how he's doing, how the children are doing, and so on. So interrelationship tremendous. Empathy mm-hmm. uh, great. Uh, reality uh, testing. Self expression. Self-regard, assertiveness, certainly a great deal of flexibility, listening skills, tremendous. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so that's why that's why I chose him. And it's only when I saw that the movie, although I knew, yeah, he's a great leader, but it's only until I saw that movie that I really uh, experienced the extent of that emotional intelligence that uh, mm-hmm. that that he displayed during uh, during his tenure there as president. Huh? That was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's why I'm, cho- I'm choosing him for that reason. Fantastic. It's an interesting concept as well, applying, it, applying a different lens to a, a movie. I never thought of re-watching something in that way. Yeah, yeah, do, <laughs> do re-watch yeah. the movie. I will, I will. But to watch it, uh, not just enjoying it here, actually. <laughs> yeah. But look at it uh, with the lens of emotion and intelligence. And then yeah. those things, self-awareness, assertiveness, interpersonal. Just check that, and and you'll see each one of those boxes are, are really well well played and well displayed in the movie. Thank you for that. So that is a really interesting concept. And and so, can you just going back to your book? Who is it for? What what type of of individuals will take value from it? Because I can obviously I can make an assumption. I found it really valuable, but from your perspective, who did you write it for? Well, I wrote it for uh, for, uh, for for individuals. I write it for uh, for for managers, mm-hmm. uh, certainly for individuals who would like to move into a leadership role, for manager and executive managers who would like to 
enhance their own uh, leadership capabilities. Uh, also for for executive who would like uh, to to somewhat leave uh, leave a legacy, mm-hmm. uh, because I came to realize, uh, particularly for the senior executive, many of them when they leave uh, their their role or they leave the company, nobody remembers them. Nobody. Uh, do you remember Joe so and so? They'll say uh, vaguely. They'll say yeah 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 he cut down people there or he did this, but they never really remember remember them. That's because they never really made an impact in the hearts yes. and minds of the people there. That's that's why they never remembered. Mm-hmm. So, so that's why in the book I uh, have uh, I've, uh, I've offered a number of uh, a number of uh, actions and practices uh, which which I hope will help uh, individual uh, uh, in their in their own uh, in their own journey yeah? because mm-hmm. at the end of the day leadership is really a journey of growth and development. Uh, it's about mm-hmm. learning, adapting and honing one's skills huh, over time. Yes, so yeah. Fantastic. I did, I like that part about the book where you, it was very practical and then you've got the reflections and the questions. Yes. I think it's so easy to, to pick up a leadership book and just read it cover to cover and maybe you take some insights, maybe you take some notes, but actually that those reflections and the questions, they almost force you to stop and yes. think about what you've just absorbed and how you can how you can apply it. So I found that really, really helpful. Yeah, so yeah. And, and and if I may add, uh, Amy, I would say that uh, for those leaders, as you are as you are enhancing your your leadership, make it significant. Mm-hmm. Uh, make it significant. Uh, the, the 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 reason in my mind is simple. Uh, number one, you'll be recognized in the company uh, as you are applying those uh, those uh, practices and so on, and and therefore you have the capacity to make to make a difference. And people will follow you because now they see your dedication to a mission, and and you're going to increase your your your, your strategic standing in the company. You will attract new talents. I experienced it myself, even at the beginning of my career, as 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 as, we, as I was building those organizations, and there was a great deal of excitement. We were delivering uh, results uh, beyond expectation. Other people were asking to 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 be transferred to my group. And so, so, so you attract new new talent. People will hear say, "Hey, I want to apply to that company, that group there." I heard there is a fellow there by the name of Mosongo. He is doing great things. That's what I would like to work. And then, at the end of the day, the performance will exceed expectations. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Thank you for that. And and so, what's what's coming next? Is is there a, another book in the pipeline? Have you got, what's on your what's on your plan for the next six, nine, twelve months that you can share with us? Yeah, well, uh, next uh, six uh, six months here, it's uh, uh, number one, just uh, promoting some of my thoughts around uh, around leadership. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, I've been uh, collecting some thoughts uh, on uh, on two areas. Uh, one is in the area of uh, of, of in- innovation. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, not really innovation. How how leaders could be inspired by by the arts. Okay. What uh, drawing, music, or whatnot. Huh? So, so I'm trying to make uh, that connection. Another thought I have is uh, is uh, is uh, the uncertainty that uh, that that the leaders could uh, could go through, mm-hmm. uh, whether because the company uh, uh, they got sacked because of <laughs> some changes in the management and so on. Uh, that uh-huh. creates a great deal of uncertainty uh, in, in people's mind. And uh, I know, and unfortunately, many of the senior leadership they don't always talk about their own challenges, personal challenges, the troubles yeah. that they are they are going. You know, they they tend mm-hmm. to 
to want to appear like they're superhero, but yes. at the end of the day, they're human beings. Yeah, it's the vulnerability as well. But you talked yeah. about connection before, being yes. vulnerable to the extent that you can be vulnerable. It's, uh, it's powerful, isn't it? Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, thank you for joining us, Masongo. I've really enjoyed the book, really enjoyed the conversation. I hope it's been valuable to the listeners that are joining yeah, us today. Yeah, thank, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much, uh, Amy, for having me. I hope uh, your, your, your listener, they have taken something out of this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. I have no doubt. I have absolutely no doubt. Thank you, Masongo. Thank you.